Welcome to the Playlist Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Barfield. Joining me this episode is Rodrigo Perez, the editor-in-chief of The Playlist. And for this episode, we're going to talk about recent news um, surrounding the Warner Brothers Discovery merger and how it pertains to the studio's big moneymaker, DC Entertainment. Um, It appears there's quite a few changes in store for DC Entertainment when it comes to the superhero studio and how it produces films and TV series. So welcome, Rodrigo. Let's do that. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks uh, for having me. <laughs> we're going to we're, just for the listeners. We're going to talk superhero stuff, but we're going to talk about the business side of things. We're not going to sit here and talk about if Superman can be Batman in a fight. So don't worry <laughs> about that. Because um, I think this is as as we were talking beforehand. I think this is a very interesting topic. But just before we get into it, let's give a little background here. Uh, so last week, Variety released a report saying that one of the bits of fallout from the recently finalized merger between Warner Brothers and Discovery is that the new CEO, uh, David Zasloff, I think is his name, is ready to make Mm -hmm. sweeping changes when it comes to DC Entertainment and how WB Discovery is going to actually use DC Entertainment and the superhero properties. Basically, the CEO sees that there's a lot of untapped potential and is ready to shake things up a bit. But before we get into all that, I also want to say, just as a fair warning, when we talk about DC Entertainment, we will bring up Marvel Studios from time to time, not because we're trying to rekindle some sort of Marvel versus DC debate. We're not interested in that here. But as it pertains to this news, there are some correlations and some business issues that directly tie to what Marvel Studios is doing. Because again, this doesn't exist in a vacuum. What DC Entertainment is trying to do and what WB wants it to do is be the next Marvel, right? That's fair to say. Yeah, for sure. And in fact, I think, you know, I think we'll talk about this, but honestly, I think a lot of this stuff, especially when you look at that article and you parse it and you like unpack, read between the lines, a lot of it is, I think, really uh, pertains to, uh, well, there's going to be a lot of like sort of analogs to Marvel for sure. Yeah. But again, we're not trying to say which one's better, or whatever. It's just, again, no, 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 no. It's, it's, this just, is... it's just, it's part of the, it's part of the, like the reality of the landscape, right? Yeah. They're the number one of superheroes in terms of for the business world of, of yeah. films. And so for better or for worse, and sometimes for worse, for, for sure, is that like they get looked at as the standard model. Uh, yeah. and, and that sometimes makes people want to just do uh, what they did because it's yeah. the, for, for a lot of people, like that's the road to success. You got to do that. You know, and someone, we could, anybody could argue that DC has, followed that model and then looked away from that model completely (laughs) and then and then you know now it sounds like maybe they're going to go back like and and i I totally get the i get get both sides of the argument i get the idea of like look this is how to look look this is a proven formula and then i get the i totally get the like let's do something different let's not follow that formula but you know so far um it's sort of uh wins and losses and not quite yeah, you know, I DC's had a lot of ups and downs. They, yeah. Uh, yeah, so and that could continue. We'll see. But I mean, they're on a great streak right now in terms of like at, at this moment in terms of look, the Batman just did like seven hundred fifty million worldwide. It's out. We'll have to talk about that though. We'll t- we'll have to talk about the Batman because sure, sure. That's again, it it, it sucks to compare it to Marvel, but you, you can't ignore the fact that. Well, here, let me get this out of the way first. Uh, yeah. let's, let's, let's talk about your other podcast. You want to back it up a little bit. <laughs> uh, but first I want to talk about the playlist podcast and how it's part of the playlist podcast network, which includes be real, the fourth wall, deep focus, the discourse, binge worthy, and more. If you want to find us, you can check your podcast app of choice, whether that's Apple podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, anchor stitcher, anywhere else, you find your favorite shows. And before we dive into that, let's, let's talk about this news. Let's, let's parse it out a little bit, because as I said, Basically, uh, the new CEO is coming in, and as new CEOs tend to do, especially when there's a big merger, you kind of want to clear house. You want to you want to get back to the foundations and and really build your legacy. And it appears that that's what uh, is going to happen at DC Entertainment. And and the the term that gets thrown around, and this is kind of where there's a little bit of of gray area, is this idea that he wants to turn DC into a solidified content vertical. Um, that's a bunch of like CEO speak, but basically in no uncertain terms, it means to, to bring it all together, make it more cohesive. Now, when you talk about superheroes, you got fans who are thinking, oh, that means a MCU type continuity thing. We're going to just wipe the slate clean. We're going to reset things in the flash, blah, 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 all that. Or it could just mean that he just wants 
you know, cohesion, good leadership. Like he wants to bring all the DC entertainment stuff back to Warner Brothers. Um, because a lot yeah, of people- it could it just could. I mean, the other thing to say is that, like, you know, I think it just could mean a lot of different things. And, right. you know, who knows really in the end? We'll, we'll find out sooner, I guess, in, in the next months and years. But, like, we not I mean we might not even be right. Like, it could just mean a lot of different things. Right. And, and one of the, the examples that Variety gives, and I think is, is a more literal interpretation of what that means, is the idea of like what Marvel Studios did with the TV shows. Marvel Studios, as we all remember, had Fox had uh, X-Men stuff, and they would make TV shows on Fox. They would have ABC, fam- or not ABC Family, wow, I'm dating myself. Freeform would have TV shows. Hulu would have TV yep. shows. And yes. then now they're bringing it all under Disney Plus, right? Right. And so yep. a lot of a lot of that could mean that Warner Brothers is like, why are we giving CW all this stuff? Why are we giving absolutely yes? You know, yes. that's that's how I read a lot of this stuff. Is that like solidified content vertical is like streamlining and coherence. And there's different kinds of coherence. There's the creative coherence that we can talk about later. But right now we're talking about like a kind of linear kind of coherence, right. and that like yes, exactly what you're saying. Like you know, Marvel used to be on abc used to be on hulu used to be on freeform it was on fx now netflix we're all, we're all yes like netflix now we're all under one studio we own all this stuff let's unify it all it's all on disney plus now right and now like on all those old shows are on disney plus and right. now that that's the pipeline and the pipeline is marvel disney plus to movies movies back to disney plus and that's like the the sort of handshake conversation and it's nowhere else you're not going to see like we don't there were very very like there's the the few things here and there there's like the modok on uh but those are uh, remnants uh, of the old the yes regime. yes yeah. yes and 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 maybe you know like but i think maybe that we've seen pretty much the end of all that stuff yeah. unless there's a few maybe like a a kind of one-off that's like r-rated or something like that doesn't really work like kind of modok because modok is like a comedy kind of r-rated animated thing that's kind of i think one of the the justifications for letting that one go you know even though it was a remnant i think they even like i think they're doing a second season right oh i don't know if they are or not well, maybe, maybe they're not, but like, you know, yeah. anyhow, so I think you're right. It's exactly that. It's like, like we have some of it on, you know, the CW, some of it is on whoever. A lot whoever. of it on this the CW. Is, right, right. A lot of it on the CW. And now, and I think the, you know, the streamlined content vertical is like, that means, you know, HBO Max. Yep. Like that's where we got to have our stuff. Movies, HBO Max, and these HBO Max shows lead into our movies our movies lead back into the hbo shows and it's and that case in that sense it's yeah it sounds like they're very much trying to unify everything with there was already talk of a cw sale right yeah, remember a few yes. weeks ago and, and there was a piece in deadline about like we might sell the cw so but maybe the, the things are already in motion right and then it's like unifying everything it's like we're gonna if we're gonna do it we're gonna do it on hbo max and then yeah so that's definitely one part of like the, the aspect of of cohesion right yeah and that's and, and to be fair that's the boring part right like <laughs> they, yeah in they, some ways in yeah, some ways so because I mean, it, it can affect things creatively in some yeah, ways right right so the way again not to bring marvel back into it but this is more disney plus in addition to showing marvel studio showing how to dominate the box office disney and disney plus has shown how quickly you can grow a streaming service and and it's yes, ridiculous how sure. fast that's grown in just what like yep. two and a half years so uh hbo max is far behind and that's like untapped potential for sure and you're right the cw shows aren't doing anything for hbo max um mm-hmm. and we saw with peacemaker that you can really get some excitement for hbo max with peacemaker and that's just mm-hmm. a little spin-off of a not a big box office draw at all like imagine obviously we have the batman shows that are coming um and those you would think would be huge hits just right out the gate um mm-hmm. and i and you know we also have batgirl which is getting straight to hbo max right i don't even mm-hmm. think that's getting a theatrical release so they're no. going one step further they're making movies for hbo max like marvel hasn't even committed to that yet so yep. that's uh yeah so i think the 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 broad spectrum the big umbrella thing is that they want to at least solidify that and bring all that together um but then we can talk about the the creative side and and i'll i'll segue into the this is kind of the i hate saying this because you know it's not really clickbait but this is kind of the clickbait headline grabber that a lot of people saw which is 
Warner Brothers Discovery wants to have their own Kevin Feige or a Kevin Feige-like person. And just to give a little background before we talk about this, this isn't the first time that somebody's come in and tried to mix up how DC's run. Back in 2018, John Berg and Jeff Johns were brought in to be kind of this yin-yang, one business producer, movie guy, one creative comic book guy to run it. And we saw things, uh, not great things come from that. That was quickly mm-hmm. swept away, and they brought in Walter Hamada um, to, to steer the ship. And Hamada is actually still there. Um, and, mm-hmm. and Variety says he's still under contract for another year, so he still could be the Kevin Feige-like person. But it appears that uh, the WB Discovery wants another, like uh, not even a creative mind, but a business mind, a studio head, to be that guy or lady to bring it all together and at least have one person steering the ship because before it definitely hasn't been. Um, so what do you think about that? Do you, they said specifically, they're not necessarily looking for a creative person, but you would have to assume, you know, all, all roads lead back to this one person. So. Yeah. I mean, I think they want to have, I mean, Feige's done both. He's created business and creative unity. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and he's created obviously like, again, the, the Disney plus to movies, pipeline and movies back to disney plus and each one sort of is like a conversation then ongoing right like every 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 whenever you see those uh a show or a series it's like usually they'll bleed into one uh, uh, into a movie like you know the events of like i mean it's it got a little bit messed up because of the pandemic but you know wandavision was supposed to lead right into doctor strange and the multiverse of madness and because of you know covid and all that stuff it's through all that stuff but now it's picking up right like now we're seeing that and and that's sort of the cohesion that they're trying to do the sort of like you know the shows uh lead into the movies the movies lead into the shows back and forth over and over again and so and the, i so i got I, I see that as kind of like the kind of creative and kind of business uh unity which is i guess what they're going to try and do um that could mean a lot of different ways how to do it but like you know i guess to just go back to it slightly is that like you know you know if we're talking about uh you know i maybe i'm getting my ahead of myself in terms of like ramifications like yeah i i, I something like losing the cw like they're already talking about the flash is going to end right like yeah. it's going to be in its final season and that's been going for on like eight or nine seasons or something yeah. ridiculous like that and you know to me like it's already starting to signal that they're putting the stuff to bed supergirl's done flash well, they, is a, one of the things is, that they're doing on the cw is they're not quick to renew shows anymore it used to be that they would renew these shows super right. quick and right there are things like um Batwoman and Legends of Tomorrow are both kind of on the bubble, which is crazy. And that would leave, I believe, like two shows for the Disney right, on right. CW, well, which is or uh, DC, which is right. crazy. And 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 so I I, I mean uh, to me it's a very uh, feasible thing that you know the CW goes away, and then a lot of the shows go away with it. Right? There's yeah. no point in none of that stuff is is connected. None of that stuff is, has anything to do with the DCU and in that way that, you know, again, like people want to, for better or worse, people want to be like Marvel, like having the connected kind of world, right? The the pipelines that talk to one another, which is good for like brand strategy, right? Um, and the things that kind of have nothing to do with anything are not great for brand strategy. And so CW in a way has kind of has, has, has found itself to be that kind of thing. So if CW goes away and all those things go away with it all those shows it won't surprise me at all um but then we're already starting to see like some of the vestiges of that move over a little bit like greg berlanti is doing a greg uh a green lantern show for hbo max not for cw right so i feel like already the wheels uh, some of the stuff uh, those wheels were already in motion before any of this uh zaslav uh uh you know uh warner brothers discovery stuff i will say though it's like you know, the deal has been, is it's the, the, the ink is barely dry. It's been a week and all of a sudden there's already a report of like, all right, you know, they're already looking at DCU and like how to, how to sort of whip this thing into shape. Yeah. So it's like, they're kind of like wasting no time, you know, as like, it's a pretty big kind of like, wow. It's like, you know, some of these, when these things kind of happen, you don't, you don't really see the effects of them for like six months later, because it's like, takes a lot of time for like um, the ships to get in order, but to hear that come one week after the merger was finalized, I thought it was pretty significant, you know? Well, well, so one of the things in the Variety article is they say that uh, they, there are no quotes from 
Warner Brothers right. Discovery. We've got to throw right. that out there. This isn't coming directly from them. This is a report. Um, but, you know, it's variety and, and they don't necessarily run rumors. So uh, just to put that out there, they also said that the deal between Warner Brothers and Discovery, this whole merger, this $43 billion merger hinges on the success hinges on how well they can maximize the superhero output. That's how much this is important to them. This isn't, you know, just like, you know, for fanboys, this is the, this is billion dollar franchises. And and let's be real. When you look at the money being made in a post pandemic world, it's superheroes, superheroes and sequels. Right. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's just how it is right now for better or worse. And so when you have Batman, Superman, Flash, Aquaman, all these Wonder Woman, all these big names, you got to get every ounce that you can out of them. That's just that. Yeah, and, and you're wasting, uh, not to speak ill of CW, but you're wasting the flash on CW. Right. Totally. And, totally. and, and the they're flash, about to introduce yeah. him into the movies. Anyhow. I mean, they've already obviously introduced him, but he's yeah. about to get his own solo movies. So he's supposed, he's going to get like, you know, like sort of reintroduced in a major way. And so like, it kind of all makes sense. Yeah. Like this is the perfect time to like sunset all that stuff. You yeah, know? for sure. Like, We'll, we'll get to the specific characters in a bit, but we can talk about Superman and, and all that. But just to bring it back to the, the Kevin Feige thing, you you uh, you mentioned how this could be, you know, exactly what you're saying, trying to be more cohesive, pr- trying to, you know, make sure that everybody kind of has a direction, a true north with these franchises. Mm-hmm. I see that that would be kind of, I think, what, what everybody hopes is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I see it as also they could just be saying we need somebody to wrangle these cats, right? Like you have Joker off on one side making a hard R, ultra gritty, you know, take on a character. You've got the Batman, which we were talking about before, which is for all intents and purposes, a a ultra gritty, not hard R, but like, you know, almost there, take on the Batman. Right. And And those two aren't connected. No. And they're not connected. They they feel... Right. And they feel like they could be, but they're not. No. And and then the the flash mess, right? Like you have yeah. the flash on CW, you have a flash movie. Right. For us, those are completely like we can we can wrap our heads around that. But if you're, you know, just a, a person who doesn't who's not tapped into the news and sees like, well, they're making a flash movie. Is it connected to the TV show? Do I need to watch right. eight seasons? You know, right, right. Things like this. This is this is a problem. <laughs> and, I've always thought so for sure. Like, yeah. you know, especially in a world that like where again, you know, I I hate to bring it up, but like Marvel has become such a standard, even for pretty regular users like regular audience members they it's become a vernacular for the regular person right and it's almost what people kind of expect now so for better or worse again it's like you know people are kind of like don't we need like the kind of coherence like you know this is this character he's there we know this character's dead or whatever there's not 10 versions of this character there's no like as much as i love you know the batman and matt reeves's version stuff it is a little strange that, you know, as currently in the DC universe, there's three Batman. Yeah. Or there's gonna be. There's yeah. gonna be. There's 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 the Ben Affleck character who's still alive. There's the Batman in the Matt Reeves one, and then uh, we all know the Michael Keaton's Batman yeah. from Tim Burton era. And two 20- of them are gonna be in the same movie together. <laughs> yes, they're gonna be. They're gonna be in the Flash in t- t- 2023. So yeah, that's. And then there's a Batgirl movie coming. Yeah. It's kind of a lot. It's kind it's of a lot. It's and it feels a little messy. Um, so yeah, I think some of the cohesion is probably gonna, you know, uh, I think they'll probably put the, a tighter reins on that kind of thing. You right. know, I, that's not to say that they won't do, you know, they've got, you know, Matt Reeves doing his thing and that's not probably ending anytime soon. He's going to probably do a trilogy and there's probably going to be, there's already two TV shows in the works. Right. And there was like almost maybe three, there was sort of morphed and changed into something else, but that's so, so that's going to, that's going to continue. We still might get a joke or two that's been in the air again. Um, But I think what they'll probably do is maybe put the reins in on some of the stuff. And that's where you have to worry about what's in development development and what's not made. So, so so let's yeah let's yeah. transition to that stuff now. So yeah uh, sure. Let's let's talk about it cuz you you mentioned a couple of things. The Batman is a hit. Now, I I stopped you earlier from saying it was like an unmitigated hit. I think it I think anything with Batman attached to it should be an easy billion dollars. 
And yeah, but we're in a pandemic and I, there's three I Batman. Know. I know. And and it's the first one of a reboot. And even right. Batman begins, you know, the, the Nolan one started with like, you know, pretty low 500,000 500 million worldwide you know it takes time and batman doesn't do great overseas never has right did you you know that batman none china isn't what it used to be right and and china is not even letting what's not what it used to be and and sort of like pivoting away from hollywood and let's let's totally be clear there's never been there's only been one batman movie that's ever made uh 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 a billion two which is uh two two of them sorry yes uh, both uh, the last two Nolans, right? right. Yeah, Dark Knight, but, Dark Knight uh, Rises. Yeah, but uh, that's it, right? And yeah. and you know, um, I, I only say one that. Of them, I'm sorry, go ahead. Only uh, no, I, there was a stat I was going to say about one of them with China. I don't remember what it is offhand. I, I kind of had a, a loss, but there's there's something there. But anyhow, yeah, like it's like uh, you know those movies. Uh, you know they don't they don't do. Um, like Batman is obviously huge in our thing, but he he doesn't he doesn't that character doesn't uh, translate as well to overseas. Here's here's my devil's advocate here. If Marvel can make Iron Man the biggest thing ever, mm-hmm. <laughs> Batman should be right up there because everything, even you know, even Superman to a certain extent is a step down from Batman in terms of popularity. So if we're mm-hmm. trying to make billion dollar franchises and your your crown jewel can't do it, that's that's a tough sell. Now, here's what I'll say about that, just to to beat myself up, is that you don't hire Matt Reeves and give him the free reign that he got to make a billion dollars, <laughs> right? They, right? They could have made a billion dollar bad. I mean, movie. it's also it's also three hours and it's almost that's what unrated. I mean. So yeah. it's like you know, like there's like there's a lot it doing 750 million it's pretty damn good no it is it is for sure i'm just saying that if i i i would be interested to see where they go with that because we are going to have multiple batmen if they keep michael keaton around and you know have him just kind of be the iron man type elder statesman of this whatever dceu is left um mm-hmm. that that could give them their their pg batman while also letting matt reeves kind of run wild and i'm there oh, for that but. right I found the stat that I was going to talk about and I'll just mention quickly. Okay. So superhero movies in general, um, they do, there's usually about like a, a 60, 40 split um, right. in terms of like superheroes movies do uh, 60% of their business overseas and about 40% of their business um, in, in, in North America, uh, approximately that, that shifts up and down. And for example, um, there's only one Batman movie where uh, it did more, internationally and that's the dark knight rises like right. it, the, the dark knight is you know everyone sees thinks of that as a, as a huge movie and a billion dollar hit but the uh the split on that is in favor of, of the u.s it did uh 50 53 percent of its business in the u.s so right. more more than international and that's that's kind of pretty rare for uh uh superhero films you know they they generally do like 60 40 with uh you know wavering but that's generally how it goes you know right no i agree i just i when we when we talk about these superhero movies we have to just understand that when we talk about dc films in particular after batman it's a it's more of a tough sell for anything so um you know in a perfect world i'm sure wb wanted this to be a billion dollar movie pandemic you know ultra dark and gritty all those are reasons why it wasn't uh it won't be i should say um, yeah, but like I, I like like let's and they're rushing it out to streaming. Yeah, like and so like, but to me, like okay, like uh, okay, and it's you know it did more than Suicide Squad, it did more well, than Man yeah. of Steel, yeah, and and those are big team up movies with a lot of stars. Will Smith's and Will uh, Suicide Squad, he's a much bigger star. Margot Ry- uh, Margot Robbie, you know, like as much as that movie did terrible, it's like front loaded with stars and it's a big ensemble thing, you know. And Jared Leto is the Joker and all that thing. It outgrossed that. It outgrossed Man of Steel, and it won't it won't catch Batman versus Superman. But if it weren't in a pandemic, maybe yeah. it would have, you know. That's so I, I I think it's done remarkably well. It's 750 million worldwide, right. and basically outdone every single. It outdid Justice Justice League. It's done. It's outdone every single uh, Snyder verse era 
uh, movie of DC except for Batman versus Superman. Yeah. And well, Batman versus Superman was also the very first time Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman was ever on screen. And it was kind of like the equivalent of like, I don't know, it's not quite Avengers, but it's kind of like Civil War, right? It's yeah. like a big, big thing. So yeah, it, that it didn't make as much money makes sense. This is a starting over kind of like, you know, not very superhero-y kind of thing. So I based on that, I think it's kind of a huge success. It's kind of more like an adult R-rated kind of movie, even though it's not R, you know? Yeah. So, so let's pivot a second because yeah. as much as we're debating Batman, let's, let's be real. That's not getting touched. That's going to exist in its own little pocket oh, and sure. not, not relate to anything. You're not going to see Superman show up. You're not going to see uh Joaquin Phoenix show up, people like that. Right. So right. let's talk about the one character that they mentioned specifically in this report. And is kind of the, uh, I guess the, it's a sore subject when you come to DC entertainment, because it seems like he's getting the short end of the stick, which is mm-hmm. Superman. Um, this is one of the most popular superheroes of all time, obviously. And for some reason, they cannot get a Superman movie made. Now, that said, we got we to gotta say that Michael B. Jordan is trying to make a TV show about a multiversal Superman. And mm-hmm. supposedly, J.J. Abrams and Ta-Nehisi Coates are writing a Superman reboot movie. So there yep. are plans being made. But we honestly, we don't know any of these... Uh, will come to fruition. We've seen J.J. Abrams try to make a Superman movie before. Didn't work out. So, you know, Superman's this, you know, it's the elephant in the room. Why isn't there yeah. a Superman? And for some fans, you have like, well, okay, Henry Cavill's our Superman. Uh, yeah. Except clearly WB doesn't want to bring up the Snyderverse anymore for better or worse you know like they they want to leave that in the past there were yeah but here's here's the thing though that's where it gets slightly tricky is that you got okay let's let's talk about the old management plan right the yeah. old management plan is well henry, henry cavill was difficult in negotiations or whatever he wanted more creative control something like that blah 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 so then that puts that's put superman on ice right he does like a small cameo at the end of shazam it's not even the, Come even on. the actor well <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not even the it's actor, a headless right? superman so like, yeah. yeah yeah exactly and then he does a thing in in uh, peacemaker so but it's not really him and and so it's like he still exists there but they haven't figured that out because that's the, all that is in limbo and then what are they doing so old management is like let's pivot away from superman and introduce supergirl what they're going to do in the flash is they're going to essentially like create a world where Superman never came to to Earth from Krypton. Supergirl did, and so they want to pivot away, and and so so Supergirl will be the the new Superman. That's what old management wants. But now you got new management, Discovery, saying we're Superman. Yeah. So that's where it gets really interesting. That like you got an old management plan that that's about to happen that hasn't happened yet. There's still time to sort of reverse. Uh, course a little bit because that movie's still not out but that's the old management plan is to get rid of superman and replace him with supergirl well and not to get rid you of get... to, to well, just not mention of. him right well just to sideline him sort of i mean i think the idea is to reset the universe right and that he never existed right oh. or at least that yeah like it's supposed to retcon him out and supergirl's the one right it's like it's supposed to reset the universe and in that way that's how they get rid of Batfleck too like yeah he, he he never he never existed in this universe it was always Batman who's Michael Keaton it's a reset movie it's yeah. based off of the the flash uh flashpoint flash yeah flashpoint comic book so it resets a lot of history and it resets on history in two levels one in the way that just like the comic book did but also as a way to get rid of Snyderverse stuff and and sort of like explain because we know that Ben Affleck doesn't want it it works on two levels right it works on a practical level because it's like we don't have Ben Affleck anymore because he doesn't want to do this and we don't have Henry Cavill so it's worked on those two levels the creative adaptation of that comic book and the practical we don't have these actors how do we move forward with these characters okay great we got a plan in place we're going to do that with the Flash the Flash is going to reset all this stuff however then new, new management's like well, what about Superman and that's like that to me makes the flash incredibly interesting because it's still not out. You've got a character. They, they in fact, they leapfrogged other movies ahead of it. Right. Right. And now you got this problem where the, you know, that's a whole other side topic, but the, you know, the, the lead guy who's playing, uh, um, uh, the flash, uh, Israel Miller is having a lot, a lot of like PR problems. They kind of probably always 
want to get rid of him at this point, but they can't. Like, I mean, if they could, if they if this movie wouldn't have shot, they probably would have recast him. He's he's just had a lot, a lot of problems lately. Um, in he's been arrested and he's been he's been accused of all this kind of stuff. Yeah, he's a, a few he's violent. A, Things. Yes, yes, he's he's a PR kind of toxic nightmare right now. And then there was just uh, a report recently about how DC had an emergency meeting about him and right. like what to do about him specifically. Like, what do we do with him in our franchise, in our Fantastic Beast franchise, and what do we do with him about the Flash? There's very little to do with uh, and anything about the Flash because he's the star of the Flash movie, and so and you, it's shot, quote unquote. And yeah, it's shot and it's done, but it's not out. So there's no. always time to do something like hell. Maybe if another incident happens, you know, he multiverses himself in the post credits and all of a sudden it's Wally West, the other version of the flash yeah. or, or, or whatever. There's, there's a million, if, if they really needed to, that movie's not out yet. So they could still do things. So and that also means that this plan you know, or alleged plan, I suppose, of like getting rid of Superman. There's still time to change that. Right? I was about to maybe, say, right? Maybe Superman come, maybe Henry Cavill, maybe because of this, like this report or whatever, and the, this thing, maybe Henry Cavill shows up in the post credits all of a sudden. There's still time to change things. So the Flash all of a sudden becomes an extra interesting movie to look at. And then there's also the other Superman stuff that's in development right. that you mentioned, which <laughs> I think needs to be worried now. So, so here's the thing, right? We've this whole podcast, we've been talking about cohesion, how DC wants to be cohesive. Right. And you look at Superman and he's the epitome of disarray. You have Superman and Lois right. on CW, which is in its second or third season. Seems yeah. to be doing pretty well. Seems to be one of the more popular CW shows. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it got renewed even. You have the Superman TV show that Michael B. Jordan supposedly uh, attached to you have the jj abrams tanahisi coates superman reboot movie which is what was reported as a reboot with cal um with clark kent uh kal-el and then you have this idea of well now dc wants to be cohesive so how do right. you how do you justify those two things well you have this flash movie and you have this sort of reset button and perhaps i don't know any of this but as an outsider with a little bit of knowledge of how these things work it would seem as if they pushed a couple movies ahead of it to give more runway for the flash. And yeah. even though this deal was not made, we all knew that Zasloff was going to be the CEO for months. Now he could mm-hmm. have, you know, they could have said like, let's, let's give him some extra time to figure this out because the other thing they could do is they could say bye-bye to Henry Cavill and introduce, um, you know, Superman, whoever, you know, recast him. That is, right. you know, it could be, it could be whatever J.J. Abrams and Ta-Nehisi Coates are working on. They could just introduce right. him in The Flash and then have him spin off into a movie in a couple of years. There are a lot of options, but there's also this this other thing, Supergirl, <laughs> like you're saying. Right. There, right. There's, and there's so this- all, like the, the short end of it is like it's it for something who wants cohesion. It sounds like there's a lot of shit going on and yeah. it doesn't sound cohesive, right? No. No, and and that's, and that's what we're the gonna... whole problem with DC in general, right? Like, right. It's like it's kind of all over the map. There's all this shit. There's so many different versions of the characters, so many brands, and all this stuff. And so, to me, like I look at the last iteration of of uh, uh, of management, right? Like before Hamada, uh, whoever that was, I can't remember. John Berg Jeff and John, Jeff Johns. And Jeff Johns, yeah. right, right. And so, what got lost in that? Well, you had a Suicide Squad that was going to be done by Gavin O'Connor. You had a Harley Quinn and Joker movie. You had a solo Joker movie. There's probably more that we don't even know about, but those are, oh, there was a Booster Gold and Blue Beetle talked about at one point. Berlanti was attached. Right. All of that stuff was got nixed in new management and that's generally what happens when new management takes over. It's like, these are old ideas. We're looking for a new direction and so so to me like i'm would be i don't know who knows what happens with this henry cavill situation and maybe there's more to it in terms of the backstory of like why like it, it's it's just still seems kind of strange to me that they someone hasn't said can we just pay this guy and get this guy and yeah. he's like what the what the fuck so it's, it feels like there's something <laughs> it feels like there's a little bit more there like something behind the scenes that that uh because it, it doesn't it seems like someone should have just well so, you had someone's gonna you had walter hamada offer james gunn superman because you remember before he right. yeah before he yes. got uh right. and, and squad, they were like again, hey you want right. superman right and he's like no <laughs> right right which again shows again the priority of that they want to get this character back right yeah so 
I mean, if, and so then again, to go back to it, like old management, new management, to me, the things that need to be worried the most is all the things in development that are not made yet. So like, I don't, I would not surprise me if JJ Abrams things with, with uh, Tahanisi Coates gets killed. And it would not surprise me if Michael Jordan things get killed. If you want unity and you want cohesion, you're going to get rid of three or four different versions of new Superman. You want one Superman. That's and, cohesion to me. And he needs right? to he needs to be the Captain America esque uh, flagship character. You know, right. he right. needs yeah. to be that that symbol for DC. It all needs to revolve around him. It can't be Aquaman. I love Jason Momoa, but it can't be Aquaman. Uh, Wonder Woman's great, but after Wonder Wonder Woman eighty four, like what news have we heard? Like, right. you know, right. you you definitely want, and they want a Justice League, and they want to be able to do event movies. They want to, yeah. yes, they're gonna, they want to do, they want to do, they're gonna want to do what Marvel does, and they're gonna kind of try and reset in that way, right? The Flash will help them reset in a way, but then you got Supergirl, you got like to me that's like if you if you got this problem you're going okay maybe we'll have supergirl and superman but that's it and like everything else that's in development i'm sorry these are cool ideas but like that's too confusing to me i don't want a valzod and then a, a different superman and then a, maybe a new clark kent like let, let, let what's if i if, if my goal is to create cohesion i'm like the first thing if i'm zaslov or whatever i'm like let's have a meeting and the meeting is the agenda is henry cavill yeah and it's like and then maybe we'll, people will say, well, that's complicated. Okay. Tell me why. Right. And, and when I, if I'm that person, I want to have a meeting with everybody and be like, okay, I, there's a, there's gotta be a story why there's no Henry Cavill. I want to have that conversation and I want you all to give me your good and bad pros and cons and tell me why, like, cause it's sort of, it's puzzling to me. Why is this person not back in this, in this role? And then, yeah. and, and maybe after that meeting, he goes, oh, okay, I get it. Uh, now I understand. Okay. But, but that to me is like literally a thing that'll happen. Like a, like the Henry Cavill meeting and like talk to everybody and like, give me, where do we leave off and why, you know? Yeah. And, and get him up to speed right. and then figure and figure that out because that's sort of the first place you need to go. And then you look at, depending on how that meeting goes, then you go, oh, okay. If, if, if it's a, all right, that's a non-starter. I get it now for whatever X, Y, and Z versions. I know why we can't go back to that. Then you go, okay, what do we have on the table of whether it's, you know, the J.J. Abrams project or the Michael B. Jordan project and which one of these can we use or which one of these can we modify? You know, again, you're going to try and keep things probably kind of simple. And the only other part about that you know, if we were talking about like earlier, like the bullet points of what that, that uh, variety story is, the one thing that's sort of in contradiction of all of that is the Joker, because they're like, we want more things like the Joker, but the Joker is one of those things, I think in that sense that they mean, we want more like the Joker, which is a big hit, but the Joker is in total cohesiveness either, because in the DCU, there's currently three jokers there's right. the joker in the gc dcu played by jared leto who's probably not coming back there's the <laughs> joker from from the joaquin phoenix that did a billion dollars with a huge hit and then there's the joker that was just recently introduced in the batman again all that stuff's like too much you know like that it, it sounds like they they want to kind of streamline it and make it make more sense so i, th I think the joker example was made uh because literally the the quote from variety says it's a shining example of how second build characters from the library can and should be exploited right. so i think what they're looking at is we got to figure out our top tier guys right the superman the batman the you know wonder woman aquaman those guys but if you want to make a blue beetle yeah, you go have fun on HBO Max, or I guess that's getting a theatrical release, or Batgirl, right, or well. those. We we there's a little more leeway there. Uh, we want it to all be kind of on brand, but we also will give you a little bit of leeway because those aren't intended to make a billion dollars. Um, but if they do, right. hell yeah, you know more power yeah, to yeah. you. But right. uh, that's where I see it. I think I think you're right. I think the the first conversation you have is is what are we doing about Henry Cavill and how can we get Superman in the Flash. That's what I would yeah. do. You have this runway now. You have until what's it like June 2023? You have yeah, time there is a lot of time. There's a lot of you time. You could literally shoot a whole third act if you want to lay the money down. You know, you could you could or just a cameo. You know, we're 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 on the verge of seeing Doctor Strange 2. And it, it, all intents and purposes, every rumor yeah. we've heard is that there are a lot of cameos, right? They reworked a lot of that thing. Yeah, yeah in the last it, minute. And 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 even though Flashpoint and whatever is happening in Multiverse of Madness are two completely different stories, 
the same thing can happen. And I wouldn't be shocked to see a new Superman or Henry Cavill make a big triumphant return um, and, and kind of usher in this new era of whatever uh, Discovery WB wants to do. Yeah, I would love to, you know, we still got time into that movie and, and there'll be more reports about what happened. So I would love, I'm, I'm going to be super curious to see what other reports pop up before the flash and, 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 and how does this stuff kind of manifests itself and like, and like, what, what, how does it take shape? Like, what is the, yeah, what is the concrete manif- manifestation of some of these things or some of these goals, some of these plans, like how, how do they, how do they, uh, you know, concretely like manifest. And so, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. But to me, like, uh, again, it's like, what's not, what's not made is the stuff that probably needs to be yeah. worried about because yeah. that's what happens. Like a new company takes over and then things that like, are, have been like floundering around is like not, you know, sometimes that stuff gets kicked to the curb. The other thing about all of it in terms of the unity, here's the other thing. It's like, okay, how many, how many Marvel movies or how many shows are there on Marvel? There's on Disney plus there's like five shows. So they're basically like, they've almost got this pipeline where, um, you know, they got like about 10 things coming out every single yeah. year, like about five shows on TV and five movies, generally four, whatever it's going to be. And they overlap a little. A little. Yeah. Right, right, right. So there's a lot of that stuff. Right. And basically they've, they've got that model for the next, what, two or three, four years. Mm-hmm. Where there's probably yeah. going to be five, five to six shows, uh, three anywhere between three and five movies a year. That's a lot. That's kind of what DC wants to be able to get on. I think that's what Discovery wants, and that a part of that. And that's where also another part of it sort of brings to like the unity and cohesion and the Feige part of it is that why? Okay, so why is Marvel way ahead of it and all this stuff and like five shows and five movies because they got one place that's called Marvel Studios and all they do is Marvel movies and Kevin Feige is all he does yes he's a, the, also the president or whatever of, of Marvel in general the comic books and everything but like you know his, his time is essentially spent on Marvel Studios right yeah and what is DC thing well they got someone called Bad Robot who's a completely different company yeah. they're over here they're doing Margot Robbie they, is they, producing they got Margot all of her Robbie stuff. producing her own movies right they've got they've got the CW which is Berlanti pipeline that's his production company and all that stuff Matt Reeves and it, yeah. Matt Reeves and it's like there's there's no all Marvel does is Marvel movies and Marvel yeah. TV that's it Bad Robot makes Bad Robot probably has 50 things in develop right now and 40 seven of them are like not related to even superheroes. You know what I mean? And, And, and Berlanti's got doing like fucking however many fucking shows on the CW and some of them are not superheroes. And so that's what I'm trying to get at is like, because and like how long was the jj abrams bad robot stuff announced about dc like almost going Over, on two years yeah, like yeah. two years now and where is that and that stuff Nothing. and that's probably right right and that's probably where zaslav and those guys are like that's what they're also talking about unity and cohesion and feige is like in terms of like they need one pipeline just pumping out this stuff i don't it's that and if i'm not if i'm him i'm being like i don't want like, yes, I love Bad Robot and they're great and all, but they're making 450 other yeah. million things at the same time. And that's why, you know, this their a DC deal was announced almost two years ago. We have not seen a fucking thing yet. And not only have we seen a, a not a seen a fucking thing yet, I don't think we'll probably see one of those even by next year. They haven't right? even cast anything. Right, right. Yeah. So that's like, that's how, that's where if they were all just making, if there was a, a, a company called DC films and all they made was DC movies and TV and it was with had a Feige figure. Yeah, you probably would have three or four movies or three or four shows every year and three or four movies at the same time. And then you would be com- really competitive. Yeah. As it stands now, what do you got? Like maybe we'll have the penguin on by next year. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll have Peacemaker season, season two, two, maybe by the end of. 2023 maybe it's not written yet we don't know and so that just shows how it's like because everybody's doing a bunch of all you know james gunn is doing his own thing the bad robots over here producing a million movies greg berlanti is doing you know what are some of his other cw shows fucking riverdale. like uh riverdale and this and that and it's like to me it's like no i want i want what they want and i i want this pipeline of content 
coming out. And so that that's where it also brings it back to me for the Feige and the business side of it is to like, I, I want that. And it's like, I want that kind of cohesion. I want one studio, one place that turns out all just this. And that's yeah. it. And that's, I don't want them creating like, jj abrams fucking twilight zone or whatever i want i want the focus here yes you can hire a filmmaker to from the outside to do it which is what marvel does right but inside the guts of this this company we are just focused solely on dc films and dc tv and i think that's a really big part of it because yeah like we like again like what are you gonna what's gonna be on is there any more you're not even gonna get batgirl this year that was going to no, be no. Batgirl is going to be Batgirl will be end of the year. I think they're going to stick to that. No, I don't think they, they can finished because, filming. Right, but it's it's connected to the Flash and oh uh, yeah, because you can't have Michael, Michael Keaton Michael, show up. Mike, that's right. Michael Keaton's in it, right? And he can't show up until the Flash, so that's part of it. So that's getting bumped to 2023 as well. And so then there's there's going to be no the one show on HBO Max this year. Peacemaker. Well, that's yeah. it. Yeah. And well, you're getting Black Adam. The, you're going to get Shazam 2. Right, right. But, 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 but you know what I mean? Like yeah. that pipeline is behind. It's slow. It's delayed. Bad Robot being like two years, like going to be, you know, by, by the end probably of this year, it's going to be like three years with nothing. That's not good. You know, that's no. not, that, that's not, they don't want that. They want something faster. They want a, a quicker turnaround. So in that sense, I totally understand where they're, where they're thinking. That's the sense that they want to copy Marvel studios. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you think, and if you think we're exaggerating here, watch a Marvel studios movie and watch any of the recent DC movies. And when you watch the beginning of a Marvel movie, you see that crawl or not that crawl, you see that Marvel studios, iconic intro yeah. and that's it you watch these other movies it's produced by xyz produced by you know it's all these production companies yeah it's, it's yeah. not the same um and that doesn't necessarily mean that dc should take away bad robot like you said jj abrams right. can make a movie but it has to be produced by whoever is running the show at dc I not so, by bad yeah. robot and yeah. and and again that's what marvel does right uh you have somebody who who makes very particular movies like taika watiti comes over to marvel he doesn't bring his production company it's not the people right. who made our flag means death it's marvel yeah. making this movie and they just hired yeah. him for his directorial services um right and and yeah it definitely needs to do that and so uh just to wrap up a little bit i think what we're saying here is that when you uh when you talk about cohesion we're not necessarily talking about a continuity heavy dceu um, yep. that, that probably isn't what we're talking about. I think what you're going to see is you're going to see a, a plan <laughs> for, for lack of a better term, right? You're going to actually <laughs> yeah. see a plan and you're going to see some of the characters that you've been wondering, like, why the hell isn't there a Superman? There's going to be a Superman. It may not be Cavill. Right. It may be somebody new, but there will be a Superman. Um, you're going to also see some of these other like Joker-esque movies. The Batman's going to have the Batman. It doesn't mean that yeah. they're going to bring him in the flash right now, just as a, I mean, geez, maybe it would, but that would be nuts. Um, let's not even speculate that because that would be a terrible. I don't think idea. Re- I don't think Reeves wants to do that. No. Yeah, no, that no. and that's he's got the muscle and the yeah. and the, the authority to got, say no. He's got but the hit if, right if now. If he didn't, if it was under, if it was Marvel, right? oh yeah, it would be Marvel, it would be Marvel would be making the terms, right? Not yeah. like this other filmmaker. And so that's part of it. That's what they kind of want, right? They want to have all the reins and all the decisions on their end, right? Not like with they don't want to be else. beholden to a filmmaker. Um, right, right. So yeah. So uh, again, we're not talking that they're going to hire Kevin Feige esque person to to revamp the DCEU and get rid of the Snyderverse. They might still do that, but it's not going to be because of that. It's going to be for you know whatever reason, just because they want to make more than three movies a year and one TV show. And and the yeah. way to do that is to have one person steering the ship, whoever that might be. Um, so I think what we'll see, uh, if we can prog- prognosticate a little bit, is we'll see mm. a major hire for DC Entertainment, a new uh, president of DC Entertainment who will oversee this all. And you may... You may not hear exact words like J.J. Abrams no longer attached to Superman, but you may see that we just don't ever get news about that anymore or Justice League Dark or any of those or, you know, this Michael B. Jordan thing might get morphed into something else because that's a good guy to have around people. Michael B. Jordan in a movie or a TV show is always good, so they may try to find a way to use him somewhere. Um, But yeah, we're... Hopefully, as a fan of these movies, because I am, I want to see cohesion. I want to see a plan. I want to see movies. They don't all have to link, but I would like to see some sort of 
a confidence inspiring plan <laughs> like okay we're yeah, gonna get for sure and and yeah you know at the end of the day for these companies it's like a bottom line and 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 they want you know they're gonna want things like that's the other reason why you want cohesion on a on a business level is that you want event movies and yeah. so you can't have all these things like in 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 bucket x and z and y and all over the place you need because then that stuff can't connect or if it does you got to do it in this really kind of messy kind of like i mean i yes you can do crisis on infinite earth and and like but but does reeves even want that you know what i mean like no. you know so you don't want to be in that situation and guess you what be they've the already done crisis they did crisis yeah. on cw like I, right. that's the other thing too is you want to make a superman movie first you got to get rid of superman and lois no offense yeah. to those people but yeah. you're going to water down the brand could you imagine if they had an iron man nbc show and they were trying to release endgame like come on right yeah <laughs> for sure yeah 100%. so yeah so uh yeah that's 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 our breakdown of this news it's not again we don't we don't really know what this is going to look like but keep your eyes on 2023 because this is, you know, whenever we deal with big corporations, it's it's kind of like a, a big ship. It takes a long time to change course. Um, and, and merge, yeah, mergers change things. That's just the, the nature of mergers, right? Yeah, because yeah. like that, that they always shake up companies and that can be on multiple levels, creatively, whatever. And it, I've seen it myself. So, um, yeah, I mean, it'll be really interesting to see how, how this stuff all shakes out. Yeah, because the, the new management wants their fingerprints on stuff. They don't want to be releasing somebody else's homework, you know, nope. like they want to do their own homework. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, The Flash is going to be a very, very interesting movie. Um, we'll see how quickly they start greenlighting other things or, or, again, we just start fading away and we don't hear updates. Um, but, yeah, very interesting stuff. Hopefully good things. Hopefully we're not back here in two years with a new merger for DC Entertainment. <laughs> and a new CEO trying to, you know, whip them in the shape. So we'll see. Because again, I think we have to reiterate, we want these movies to be good. We are in the business of hoping that movies are good. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So thanks, Rodrigo. Thanks for talking DC with me. Yeah, for sure. Let's, uh, I mean, we could be, uh, we could be right here back again in, in eight months if there's another major <laughs> announcement or something, right? Because you never uh, know. Like, I, yeah. I think one way or another, we're going to hear a lot and we're going to hear, uh, you know, I think I wouldn't be surprised if some of these things we're sort of predicting come to pass. And um, yeah, I guess we'll see how it, how it starts to, to shake out. And we'll probably hear some sort of few developments in the next like six to nine months. Yeah. Yeah. Again, 2022 is going to be a quiet year, I think for news, but, but we can definitely by the end of the year, early 2023 here, a, a lot of rumblings of what's happening. So yeah, it's exciting stuff for fans ultimately. And, and, and for us who want good movies, we're, we're all about it. So yeah. Thanks for talking DC. We'll be back soon with uh, more talks about movies and such. Uh-huh.